Sleep Cafe. I thought you were going to say eight. And I was like, well, I know that we're higher than that. 18. Yeah, there might be some audio issues with this episode. We were having some difficulties, but. If you hear like popping. Uh, you can email us how, how we fix it. Yeah. If Hi. somebody knows how, let us right. know. We've tried everything, including turning the computer on and off again. So. Yeah. And um, that actually just made problems. Yeah, that made it worse. <laughs> so audio people, Audio stop engineers, it. Stephen Ray Morris. Please help us. But we can't pay you. No. You can just listen. Yeah. That's all I we have. I can give you my old Jurassic Park toys. I can give you my iPhone 6 that probably doesn't <laughs> work. Yeah. You can do something with that. Sell it for parts. And then it's like I paid you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. News. Um, well, on the Stephen Ray Morris um, topic, mm-hmm. Elvis from the cat from My Favorite Murder sadly mm-hmm. passed away. When was that? Was that Thursday? It was the day after we recorded. Yeah, I still don't... Thursday. 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 Um, I think that he just passed because he was old. I don't think think anything was... was, That's why there's like donations and stuff. Oh, I just saw George's post about it and I just thought that he was... I I don't know. You know when cats get old or animals in general? (laughs) But I'm sure that she's very upset because I know if either one well when either one if they die <laughs> when they die <laughs> unfortunately mortal. yeah um i might jump off the roof of my house so i like i don't know how people like function after like I yeah I, I think i've no two of my pets have died before um one of them i didn't have for very long and then he got and ran over in the street um, <laughs> yeah so maybe that one didn't i mean it was still sad but maybe it didn't hurt as much because i was like well i barely knew you but i am sad right now because i'm down a cat you know yeah but um second thing if you are a georgia resident please go vote today because we'll be posting this tomorrow mm-hmm. so go vote today for the uh senate runoff let's flip the senate let's turn it blue please unless you're voting red then don't go vote. Don't. you can you can stay home actually tomorrow's a holiday and <laughs> you're supposed to stay home the whole the, time the whole day the whole day it's called rest day and you're not legally allowed to leave your house um it's not quarantine don't freak out it's not um yeah. it's not the same thing we're doing it for you yeah you don't even have to go to work yeah you should stay in your house yeah actually so um what else what else has happened oh in sweden we are in the top 100 of their podcast yeah and by hey, top 100 up, i mean 100 yeah <laughs> we were we were still top 100 in a whole country right now we're not anymore we're like 200 and something. that's okay we were for a minute right 0.22 seconds. and then japan and hong kong got added to our countries 
um, me and Olivia had a really stupid moment. I'm so sorry to whoever's listening to us from Hong Kong. Um, just... We are so sorry. Okay, just just know that before I continue this story. <laughs> but Olivia texts me every time that like something new gets added because we yeah. watch it like hawks. Yeah, and well, it's, just, it's just honestly really fun to see. It kind of is. It's not even like we don't even like get sad if things are going down. We're just like, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. um, but when she told me that Hong Kong got added, I was like, hey, am I dumb? Like I thought that Hong Kong was like a city in china are they like their own thing and after googling now we know um i knew that there were protests and things happening but i don't know if it's like the news sources that are around here or i just don't know where to look at but i couldn't ever figure out why and now i like get it they're they're a different thing so yeah we got educated also we have our first story submission Mm -hmm. i have read it i have not So I'm going to read it to Marissa. Should I read it now or should we wait till the end? You can read it now. Okay. So this comes from, should I say her name? Uh, Does she want us to? I mean, it's just a first name. Okay. Her name is Sonia or Sonia. Or it might be, it might not be. We might have just came up with that. Yeah, we might have made it Girl, we forgot to ask. (laughs) (laughs) So it is titled Something on a Hill, on the Hill. Sorry, it's Okay. Growing up in Hamilton, I have come across my share of scares, haunting, and ghosts. Hamilton is a very old town with an ample amount of of history. Great start! (laughs) We have a small town within our city called Ancaster. Ancaster is a small, cute, and cozy town just 15 minutes from Hamilton. In this city, there have been stories of hauntings taking place in an area called Hermitage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The Hermitage is an old abandoned mansion, which can be found down a short path of hidden of a hidden place with an abundant amounts of history and legend behind it. Many people have experienced paranormal events and have admitted to hearing and even seeing things such as dark mist, shadows, animals with bright red lurking eyes in the bushes, and a young boy that roams the grounds of the old mansion. I was a teenager at the time, and the year was 2002. My boyfriend, Aiden, just got his driver's license and wanted to go for a night drive. We invited a few of our friends along and decided to take a night walk of our very own. We were a bit skeptical back then and young, so it wasn't our brightest idea we've ever had. We drove up. It was about 9 p.m. in December, so it was pretty cold and dark around the time of year. We all agreed we would take a quick walk around the grounds and head back to the car. As Aiden and I began to walk hand in hand through the snow-packed grass, we laughed to ourselves about how silly this was, and there was no way we will come across anything haunted. Then I thought I had seen something up ahead. I pulled Aiden's arm close to mine and whispered to him, Do you see a little boy up ahead, or are my eyes playing tricks on me? He squinted his eyes to focus a bit. Definitely a little boy. The boy was sitting on the edge of a pretty... Sorry. The boy was sitting on the edge of a pretty high hill, the type of hill that would be used very good for uh, tobogganing. <laughs> I, I don't uh-huh. know why I automatically corrected that to sledding in my head. Sorry. I was about to say, is that like sledding? It I've is. always lived here. There's like not snow. Yeah. That's not an activity that yes. I've participated in. <laughs> Aiden was hesitant to perceive. He wasn't sure if what we were seeing was real or if it was some sort of joke. But what we saw was indeed a little boy. As I got closer, he seemed to be more real. He had a rather large, strange hat on. Not a cap or a winter hat. A strange-looking hat. Like a pirate hat? He had a long brown hair that fell down to his ears and a very long green jacket that buttoned all the way up with tall brown rain boots. His pants were tucked into his boots, and strangely enough, he was holding a fishing rod in his hand. 
The rod looked homemade. It was a wooden rod. That's when Aiden and I looked at one another with fear and confusion. Why was this little boy alone? Where are his parents? And why does he have a fishing rod? Is he real or is this a ghost? Only one way to find out. I thought to myself, I approached little boy and asked him, hi there. Are you down here all alone? Did you get lost? The little boy put down his fishing rod to the right side of him, looked at me with a large, deep blue eyes and fair skin as snow. He began to fix his oversized hat and smiled and giggled and said, Of course not, ma'am. I'm waiting for my father. You see, we are supposed to go fishing today. It's rather a nice day to be fishing, if I do say so myself. I'm just waiting for him. He should be here any moment now. I was officially freaked out. I was just a young teenager myself. Why is he referring to me as ma'am? He didn't talk the way normal kids would talk. His accent, which sounded almost British. It was very proper and was not from around here. He sounded like he came from the 1800s or something. And it was, a ni- it was not a nice day to be going fishing. It was cold and there was snow on the ground. Aiden grabbed my hand in complete fear and whispered, Let's get out of here. I really don't think that's a real kid. Like chills. Yeah, I was about to say, well, I hate that. <laughs> I looked back at the boy and let him know where we we should be heading out, as it is getting late. But we wait until but we can wait until his dad gets back. I couldn't believe my eyes. He wasn't there. He was just gone. There was no way he could possibly gotten up and ran into the bushes or anywhere in sight. You would have seen him or heard him running through the snow. He just vanished, as if he was never there to begin with. The only thing that remained was his wooden fishing rod. I looked at Aiden in complete terror, and we both started running as fast as we could. We called our friends who had taken another path to get back to the car because they just experienced something unreal and had no time to explain. They said they had seen something creepy, too. We all met in the car, and every time we unlocked the car, it would automatically lock again. So we weren't out of the woods just yet. Aiden looked at me and shouted, why do you have, sorry, why do you have this fishing rod? You should have left it. I pulled it. I pulled my tote bag from my, around my body to see what was he was talking about. And I saw the fishing rod sticking out in complete terror. I assured Aiden I didn't take the rod. I don't understand how it ended in my bag. Our friends looked at us with fear in their eyes and said, wait, did you guys see a boy near the woods waiting for his dad? We said, yes. And we're beyond horrified. How could the same boy be at two places at once? This couldn't be happening. I threw the rod into the bushes and ran back to the car. Ten minutes of trying to unlock the car, the doors finally unlocked. We all scrambled into the car and buckled up. Aiden started the car and the doors locked. He hit the gas pedal as hard as he possibly could. I had seen the reflection in the side mirror as we drove off. It was the little boy we had seen at the hill standing there with his fishing rod I threw into the bushes. He was waving us at us as we drove by, but he had a sad look on his face. This time he wasn't alone. Alone, A taller, older gentleman was standing behind him with one hand over the boy's shoulder. I could only assume it was his father. The They slowly vanished into the darkness as we gained speed driving away. Aiden noticed I was zoned out and yelled, Hello, Earth to Trish. You good? I didn't want to frighten him or our friends even more, so I didn't let him up, and I replied, yes, just shaken up, that's all. He grabbed my hand and kissed it and continued to drive away from the cold, dark roads. We never returned there again. Yeah, I hated that. Yeah. Um, first of all, an author. <laughs> I was going to say, I was... That, was... that was really well written. Right, I know. <laughs> um, 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 ghost children, throw them away, as right? always. He was in two places at once, fishing rod... 
fishing throw it away (laughs) (laughs) all of it throw it away i know i hated that I hated yeah. that a lot. I got chills when I read it the first time. And even when I was reading out loud, she, I was like, Ugh. She got the rod in the bag? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Not the rod in the bag. <laughs> I mean. No. Um, no. Throw that away. Good story, yeah. though. Yeah. But that experience, throw it away. Yeah. I would never. Uh, I, I would know. never fish again. Me either. I couldn't even look at a fish again. <laughs> I couldn't <either>. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. You're like on a date with somebody like way in the future. And they like order fish for the both of you because they're a pescatarian (laughs) and and, um and you just like see it and you scream and then you leave (laughs) you're like they're like what happened and they get up and run after you they're they're like what's wrong and you have to be like i can't talk about the fish you know (laughs) and then we had an instagram question yes about what is the scariest thing has ever happened to us i had to think about this one all day which you asked today but i also had to think about it because i was like i don't know um like Obviously, you guys know that my house, and maybe it's just me, I don't know, um, haunted. That doesn't really yeah. freak me out as much as like real life stuff mm-hmm. because, you know, you can tell yourself it's like not real yeah. <laughs> or you can just be like, I don't know, maybe this is like early stages of schizophrenia, you know, and I just don't know yet. I mean, it's it's the time for it to be yeah. happening <laughs> if it's going to happen. Um, but I think that like maybe... The only time I feel like I really felt like in real life danger was that time that I got followed around the mall by that dude. I remember um, that. I still don't know who he is. I was working at the mall in, um, well, I don't, can I say it? I don't Where know. you worked? Yeah. I mean, um, you don't work there anymore. Moultra Booty, in case I talk about it later. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I was working at that store. That's what we're going to call it. And um, I had gotten off of work. It was still like, it wasn't the end of the day, but it was like three and it was around Christmas time. And so I had other like shopping things to do. And our mall where we're at is like this big outdoor mall. It's not like a, where you walk inside and there's, mall. yeah, yeah. It's a big outdoor mall. And so I'm walking, I'm going in all of these places and I just, because I'm really aware of my surroundings, like realistically, I probably won't get kidnapped. I'm not the ideal candidate to kidnap. I'm very large, <laughs> um, but I just noticed this man, like, in all of the stores that I was there. And for the first few, I was just thinking, like, well, yeah, like, these are, it it wasn't like I was going to some, like, odd store. I was in, like, H&M and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there's stuff for everybody in there. I thought it was just a coincidence at first, but, you know, I always keep my eye out anyway. And um, I, when I started to, like, feel weird, first I went into Victoria's Secret because if you're a man in there by yourself, Why? um followed me in there and every time he just looked like he was looking around but we would like see each other and so that's when I was like something's like weird and um so I was still like you know you just want to tell yourself like you're just being paranoid like don't be crazy unless you have a reason to be um because my plan if anybody ever tries to actually steal me I'm just gonna act nuts i'm gonna cause a scene somebody's gonna know that you're trying to take me (laughs) like and it's also like it's decently crowded too so i wasn't like super concerned um if i would have walked towards where i was parking then i would have been more like freaked out if he would have followed me out there because in a parking lot it's like different but um the final place that i went was into a claire's which if you don't know that is an accessory store for little girls <laughs> mostly um yeah I, i'd say they sell like little cheap like jewelry and everything's like got a unicorn on it like you know what i mean yeah um not that like n- nobody else can buy things from in there but like but it's that's, like that's it's their like, target market it's kind of like jojo siwa threw up yes that is what those stores look like um and he followed me in there too claire's is not a big store no and 
he didn't look like a man with a little girl with a child <laughs> yeah um or boy I mean, we yeah um he was like white guy like normal man height he, he wasn't significantly larger than mm. i am which also bold of you um <laughs> so when i realized that he was in there with me i was like okay well it's time to act crazy and so i walked outside and i could still like like, you know, like glass beside you. He yeah. was close enough to where I could see him following me in the glass of the stores that, like, I was passing. And um, I finally just turned around and, like, there's people around. And I was like, why are you following me? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you've followed me into every single store that I have been in. Quit following me. I don't know you. And he was like, I should have known that you were going to be a bitch. And I was like, really? You've been following me. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And he was like, um, he, he, you know, men, when they get mad, they, they be calling you all kinds of names. He was just saying that, like, I was stupid and crazy and, like, all of this stuff. And I was like, well, quit following me or I'm going to find some form of security and you're, like, leaving. Like, I'm, you're not just going to kidnap me in the middle of the day. Like, <laughs> Stop. I don't allow it. Yeah. But he got really mad and eventually just walked away because he got mad. But, yeah. I hate men. The the lesson is if you think somebody's following you and you're in public, just act crazy and cause a scene because they won't steal you anymore. I would have just I've like, done the same thing at a gas station. You gotta bark at them. You should. You should <laughs> run around and just bark. <laughs> Make eye contact, bark. <laughs> men get very confused because they're supposed to like be best friends with dogs and then mm. they get their feelings like confused. They're like, Oh, am I supposed to I, like- I was gonna like try and like steal this person, but now we have to be friends because she just barked Maybe like you a dog. Growl at them. They might be into it. Mm, yeah. They could get mixed signals with that one too. I would I would say the scariest thing that's happened to me also isn't paranormal because you can like throw it away. Um, one time my parents, I was like probably 15, my parents went on vacation and they left me home alone for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> and so I like was like in back in their bedroom because they have like a giant king size bed so i was sleeping on it while they were gone like mm-hmm. it's a california king so it's huge <laughs> okay rich <laughs> my bad <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> spit so much <laughs> laughing at that um no so i was back there and i heard the door open mind you i'm by myself and my dog starts barking and i'm like nope <laughs> because i was stupid i didn't like i was 15 that was too much responsibility <laughs> yeah. to remember to lock the fucking door so my stupid ass goes into the bathroom and I corner myself where I can't leave if anybody comes back there. Why did I do that? I don't fucking know. Because you were panicking and you were 15 yeah. and left alone. Right? <laughs> don't worry. I had Buddy. He would have He would have munched. True. Um, so then instead of calling 911, I call my mom, who is not in the state. <laughs> so she can do so much. So she calls my neighbor. Ugh. And he comes over in his boxers with a gun. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the front door when he got in was wide open. And then my bedroom door also wide open. Cool. And I shut, I kept the door shut. Um, anyway, nobody was in the house, but somebody obviously was in the house. They That's probably awesome. heard the dog bark and was like, I'm out. Yeah. Um, also the man who like came into my house with the gun, um, he was on an episode of Dateline. <gasps> um, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> he like may or may not have like kidnapped a little girl and killed the little girl. Allegedly. Was it you? 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how much detail I can go into about it. I mean, he was on Dateline. I was about to say, it was on TV. Um, but yeah, there's Do a, a whole episode over it. Possibly, because he was a cop. Um, and at, he lost his job at being a cop because one day he took off his bulletproof vest and shot it. And shot the vest? So it looked like he got shot on the job. But then when they investigated it, he didn't have any bruises on his chest because you still bruise when you get shot at right. a bulletproof vest. And so he lost his job. But the, one of the reasons why he thinks they may have killed this little girl is because he had like children's toys in the back of his cop car. Yeah, I don't really have a cop car, but I don't think that's where I would keep those at. <laughs> but anyways, that's probably the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. The lesson for that one is also bark like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> scare, <laughs> scare men away. Yes. Um, when we got that question, I was like, well, I'm a woman. So yeah, interaction um, with I mean, I was about to say, I've had like men DM me on Instagram and tell me they were going to murder me and rape me and stuff. Yeah. So. I'm like, oh. and it's just, it'll just be like a Tuesday for like no reason. Um, that wasn't like anybody's opener, but like once you turn them down, then they get really aggressive and violent. So, um, every, yeah, every real life, the thing at the gas station, some guy was looking over the pump at me and, um, I got on the phone with somebody and told her exactly where I was and like what time it was. And I was like, this is where I am. There's some guy staring at me over the top of the gas pump. And then he also called me a bitch and he got really mad. Um, men don't like that when no. you call them out for some reason. All right. Um, Yeah. yeah fun mm -hmm. i love men yeah you know i feel really safe just in general <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> here we're gonna talk about another man cool i am doing the tex arcana moonlight murders <gasps> i know her you know her mm -hmm. all right so we're traveling to february 27th 27th 22nd 1946 we're going to travel to the texas and arkansas border town that's why it's called texarkana yes mm -hmm. we are looking at good old jimmy hollis age 25 and mary jane laura laurie laurie 19 cool um they went on a date they saw a movie i really tried to find what movie they were watching because i just was curious just for funsies um i couldn't find it so um, so they were driving home to Mary, Mary Jane's house. They were like, you know, but they're teenagers. Mm -hmm. So they make a stop to, you know, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Pray to Jesus. Come on. If you guessed okay. to, if you guessed to make out and do stuff in their car, you were right. And get Pregante. Yes. They stopped in the middle of an, un an abandoned road. And about 10 minutes later, a man in a white mask walked out. Yeah, that's why you don't go on abandoned roads. Mary Jean quotes saying, he wore a white mask over his head with cut out places for his eyes and mouth. He pointed oh, so a flashlight. COVID responsible. Okay. No. He pointed a flashlight at, at us. He pointed a flashlight and a pistol at us. He came up on the driver's side and told Jimmy something like, I don't want to kill you, fellow, so do what I say, end quote. I always like when murderers are like, hey, I really don't want to do this, buddy. It's like, then you, you know, you just, or if you don't, could not. <laughs> um, so he makes Jimmy and Mary, Mary Jean get out of the car. Um, and then he makes Jimmy take off his pants. He then proceeds to hit Jimmy over the head, cracking his skull, knocking him unconscious. Mary later described that the crack was so loud that she thought he had shot Jimmy in the head. Oh, my God. That's how loud the crack was. Like, she thought it was a gunshot. Okay. 
Um, he then proceeded to try to rob and sexually assault Mary Mary Jean. Um, Mary Jean gave, began to plead with the attackers, stating she didn't have any money. She was 19, so I'm 20 and I don't have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you took my wallet right now, you I think I have $2 in it. <laughs> I think I have $2. That's it. Um, the attacker then hit her, knocking her to the ground. She got up and the man told her to run. She ran, but she was wearing high heels. So she wasn't like the lady from Jurassic Park. You remember Aww, that scene? Yeah. 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 Maybe, like, I'm not trying to victim shame. Like, you know, that's why wouldn't you take your heels off? Take the shoes off. Like, Probably because you're panicking. Probably. Like I did. And I cornered myself into a bedroom. Yep. There wasn't even that a window That was your high heel shoe. I went to, like, the shower. Like, the walk-in shower. That's what you do for a tornado. <laughs> you got You got the, the safety plans mixed up. He then began to, like, abuse her. Like, hit her. Um, I didn't really say. It just said abuse. Mm. so good old jimmy wakes up and runs down and flags down a car okay um it is assumed that the attacker saw the car coming and that's why he like told mary jane to get up and get out of here yeah um it was a small town um and uh texarkana was like known for being extremely violent oh good. like robberies killings all the time so like this, it was the wild wild west yeah <laughs> it was the 40s come on oh yeah that that's where you start with <laughs> um so people were like whatever they didn't pay much attention to it until we trans trans transport i guess mm. to march 24th 1946 when authorities found two bodies um <laughs> 29-year-old Richard L. Griffin and 17-year-old Polly Ann Moore. I have a problem with this age difference. Just a little tiny one. Just oh, a little bit. Almost 30 and 17. Yeah. And they were dating. And they were roommates. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. I think we've said this before. Maybe if your age gap is that big and you're both not like well into being adults. If your frontal lobe isn't completely formed yet, then... Yeah, maybe we date within our own age range. Yeah. Like, I think, like, like 30 also, and 40 would be fine. Yeah, I was about to say, also, if you're 30 and you're specifically only looking to date people that are still teenagers, there's also something wrong with you. Yeah. I so. I just have a lot to say about the age of consent, but this, we've already gotten... Yeah. <laughs> we're pretty... Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So, they were found in a 1941 Oldsmobile on an area known as Lover's Lane. Um, they were both shot in the back of the head. Um... Richard was found in the front seat um, with his knees, like his head was in between his knees and his hands was holding his head. Okay. Pollyanne and then his pockets were pulled out. Like Rob. he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pollyanne was found face down in the back of the car. However, evidence does show that she was probably killed on a blanket outside of the car. Okay. I don't know why he moved the body. Maybe to hide it? I... Like in the car instead of just out in the open? maybe or maybe so he could return because like it would be protected from like the weather and stuff you know how killers be coming back yeah and they'd be fondling things <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> sorry um the couple was last seen around 10 p.m uh because they had went and ate dinner at richard's sister's house okay um they were shot with a uh 32 caliber pr- pistol I don't know what that looks like. Um, small, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of clues because it had rained that night. So all the footprints were washed away. A lot of the evidence had been washed away. Um, not a lot of clues. However, props to the 40s because um, three days after the murder, 50 people had been interviewed and over 100 false leaves 
leads had been investigated. Oh. That's pretty impressive for the 40s. Yeah, they don't usually even go that no. far now. No. Um, they uh, believed that the first attack and this attack weren't related until April 14th, 1946, when two more bodies were found. Hmm. 15-year-old Mary Jo Booker and Paul Martin. Another thing I realized, like, I don't know if this, like, is connected, like, if the killer knew these people. Well, we'll get to that later. Um, but every single woman in this ha- goes by two names. Mary something. Be- Betty Joe, Mary Ann. I mean, Polly Ann, excuse me. They both go, they go all. Yeah, maybe that was a common thing. I don't maybe know. Maybe it was like, like a thing in the 40s. I was alive in the 40s. I don't know. I don't know. 15-year-old <laughs> Betty Joe Booker, 16-year-old Paul Martin. They were, the night before, they were at a band performance at the Veterans of Foreign War Club. Betty Joe played the alto saxophone. They were seen around leaving at 1.30 in the morning. Um, Paul was shot four times and was found dead at North Park Road, where she had Betty, where Betty had been raped and shot twice. She mm-hmm. was found in the woods about a mile away. Uh, I think it's like really interesting to note that the crimes are escalating. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody's so yeah, somebody's getting angry. Yeah. So now people are scared. Now they're scared. It just okay. took uh, two people almost getting murdered and four people being murdered. Cool. So people are scared now. Awesome. Um, so when the men would go to work because women didn't work during this time, they just cooked and cleaned. Yeah. Because it was the 40s. That's still all that we do. Yeah. So. Um, they would go, the women and their kids would go stay in this hotel called Hotel Grimm and they would just chill there until the parents got home. The dad got home, the father mm-hmm. figure. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you be scared? Would you go stay in Hotel Grimm? I like the name. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be scared. But I'm a single woman. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's obviously targeting couples. Yeah. So you'd be fine. Yeah. Just don't go with anybody else. Mm-mm. Oh, come on. That's the secret. That's the That's, connection. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can't maintain a relationship. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, in this case, it's a good thing. Anyway. <laughs> Now we're transporting to March 3rd, 1946. Virgil Stark was just chilling in his home, doing whatever you do in the 40s. I don't know. Do they have TV in the 40s? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Was he reading the paper, doing a crossword puzzle? I don't know. As much as I would like to be able to answer that question for you. I don't know when the TV was invented. I don't know. Um... I know that fireside chats happened at some point. Um, Pearl Harbor was in 1941, I think. So, um, and FDR was president before that. So they definitely had the radio because he was doing interviews on the radio. I don't know who this is the president right now, um, but probably at least the radio. Okay. I FDR think- wasn't on it anymore because if this was like 44? 46. 46. Yeah, he was way dead. So, sorry. <laughs> the FDR stands out sorry. there. Spoiler alert. He died. <laughs> um, oh, no. Um, so, Virgil Stark was chilling at home when a 22 caliber round went through his window, hitting him. His wife, Katie, went to go, like, see what was up. Because, like, you know. Katie? She, yeah. Girl. <laughs> she went to see what's up. She was like, what the fuck? In the process, she was shot twice in the face, knocking some teeth out. But she survived. She ducked avoiding. This is a superhero right here. She ducked avoiding shots. She ran into the bathroom, escaping out the window. 
Um, during this time, her attacker tried to bust through the kitchen window and chase her down. She was able to get away. And I think it's like not interesting, but kind of interesting. The whole time, one of the bullets had lodged under her tongue. Ugh. And it was just there. And she was just running away. But they must be like small. Yeah. Because- I mean, it like didn't blow her whole face off. Unless she got a mouth on her. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the two. Um, sadly, Virgil did not make it. Um, uh, Katie did, though. Um, so they went to the place where it was for investigation. The f- uh, they found bloody footprints that followed from the highway, from the house to the highway, but then they disappeared. I don't think, in my personal opinion, that this one is related to the previous ones. You think it just, it was a drive-by? Yeah, I mean, different gun, for starters. Mm-hmm. Um, not kids. Kids weren't hooking up. They were couples, though. Yeah, but they're not kids in cars. Like, every yeah. single time that they were attacked, it was kids in cars basically on Lover Lane. Yeah, but wasn't he, like, didn't you say he was getting worse or whatever? So, like, yeah, maybe he the just, brain kind of scattered. He yeah. was like, oh, what's, what's the formula here? Married? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then just shot into a house? Yeah. So, I mean, the previous gun was a twenty-two. Like, the one that killed Cal- um, Virgil was a twenty-two caliber semi-automatic, where the other one was a thirty-two cal- caliber. I don't know. Well, I still don't know. <laughs> so then authorities began to, like, dress up as young couples to try to lure. And they would make out with each other? <laughs> I guess. I think I you guys just wanted to kiss. Like, I have pictured two old, like, like a 1940s. 1940s. <laughs> right? Yeah. People like, dressed up as kids. But specifically, like, two male cops or whatever. <laughs> One of them is in a wig. <laughs> One of them is in a wig, and they're, like, kissing. And, and they're like, bro, it's, like, for the job. Like, bro. We're, we're not, like, really making out, dude. <laughs> it's just for the job, because we love being a cop so much, you know? Yeah. We're I think bros. that's what happened. We, we're just dudes being it's, bros. It's for the job, man. Dudes being bros. Dudes being bros. Bros mm-hmm. being dudes. Dudes oh. being gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so nobody was ever convicted of these killings it is unsolved however there's theories specifically two of them we love a theory theory number one hb duty (laughs) yes he went by the name duty (laughs) (laughs) okay he was a college student who confessed to come some of the killings um this was discovered when they found a note left behind after he um died by suicide the note said why did I take my own life? Well, when you commit two double murders, um, you would too. Yes, I killed Betty Joe Booker and Paul Martin in the city park that night and killed Mr. Stark and tried to get Mrs. Stark. Hmm. According to Duty's cousin, who was also a forensic psychiatrist, Duty had connections with every single person who died. He was allegedly um, a movie usher at the mo- movie. Oh. <laughs> so. I forgot what that's like um <laughs> i forget that there's people that stand there before you get right. to go in right now i understand and um he was in the same band as betty joe um oh yeah i was yeah. about to say band now yeah. i remember saxophone. and yeah. um one of his friends was sisters lived under the same roof as katie starks so he's connected to all Did you say under the same roof yeah house oh i was like wait what does that mean <laughs> they lived together. my brain was like and in a... they were roommates oh and they were roommates they were. Mm. theory two which this is a theory i like yeah it was aliens no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> ul lee sweeney um is the other suspect mm-hmm. around the time of the attacks there was reports that cars were abandoned and stolen 
whenever the phantom killer attacked mm-hmm. that's what they called him i don't know if i said that call- i think you said moonlight oh they call him both Not he the was movie. both as the moonlight and the phantom okay um that movie is based off of this though moonlight killer <laughs> oh there's a movie based off of this. i thought I that know, you were talking about the one the whole no. like la la land moonlight like that whole no thing. that's what no. that movie's called right i don't know no, I, I, must think have, I, think I must have the wrong name for this movie anyways but there is a movie based off of this okay killings this this one is the one that i'm thinking about is definitely not about this i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's like a i think it's like gay moonlight oh (laughs) is that the one with the it has uh it's like the black yeah 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 that's what i'm thinking of the saddest movie yeah because it's really sad yeah i didn't finish it i cried like a little bit because i got sad (laughs) i cried so hard like sobbed but that's what that movie's called right yeah Yeah. okay Um, wrong movie um i was about to say i think that movie's a little more gay than this story (laughs) is um so anyways the little so june 28th 1946 the place made a stakeout in a parking lot um they were at a stolen they were like looking at a stolen car that had been abandoned making sure it done run away yes. yeah uh that's when they arrested 21 year old peggy swinney wife of ul swinney ah well in custody peggy gave details about her husband murdered betty joe and paul martin yeah how did she hey if you know that your significant other has killed somebody, maybe maybe we don't keep that information to ourselves. I know that you might be scared, See, but um, the problem arises with them being married. Why? You can't testify against your spouse. But you can't at least go to the cops and be like, hey, hey he's murdering people. Hey, uh, <laughs> it was the he, 40s. He said that he killed people. It was the 40s. Can you even do that now? You should be able to. That no, makes you, no sense. No, you cannot testify against your spouse. But you can't even go to the police and be like, I'm hey, sure my can, husband's murdering like, people brutally. But like, I don't know if they can like use it as evidence. Like, I would have to look it up. I think there's like special cases, but I know you can't testify against your spouse. That don't make no sense at all. I don't know why. It doesn't our justice system doesn't make sense i didn't i I just feel like if you see anyone kill anyone you should be able to be like hey there's don't quote me on this i should have done research but i know you can't testify against your spouse i'm sure there's exceptions like if you're murdered someone anyway we'll get into that when i read more information on july 23rd she stated that on april 13th the day before the bodies were found her and her husband went to go drink they're drinking in their car right they're just parked drinking in their car and then I guess they're just going to drive away. I don't know. Okay, cool. Um, she said UL decided that he had to go pee. And when old Peggy was sitting in the car, she heard two gunshots. And then UL came back and drove away. His clothes were wet. Um, however, on July 24th, the day after, they asked her again what happened. And that's when the story changed. Uh. She said UL said he was going to go rob someone. And Sweeney followed and and you know peggy followed you yeah. all pointed the gun at the young couple telling them to get out of the car Her, peggy refused to help you out angering him and shooting martin twice so he got angry so he shoots you know our good old buddy martin cool. that was the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um I'm so then you like realized that martin hadn't moved from where he originally was mm-hmm. so he shot him two more times so that's when he got shot four times okay um then they put Betty Joe and Peggy and UL all got in the car together. Mm-hmm. 
and they drove a little bit um then Yuel took betty joe into the woods while peggy waited in the car when he returned he told peggy that he had to try to get some but shot the girl when she refused she told them information that only some of the people the crime would know for instance a date book that was found that like martin had was found thrown into the bushes and peggy was able to describe that book that is where i keep mine at in the bushes yeah me too for safekeeping um yoel was arrested because he attempted to sell a stolen car um she can't testify because they got married a mere three hours before peggy was arrested well that's convenient isn't it right okay okay three hours before hey justice system this is why you don't make rules like this because now you're like losing (sighs) okay right okay yeah um peggy was imprisoned for car theft you all was sentenced to life in a state prison um for robbery but they later felt like he didn't have adequate representation so they let him out and he died in 1994 um they also like at one point gave him like a truth serum um okay which basically truth serum is like what they use to put down your dog right <laughs> like it's like a sedative yeah <laughs> yeah that's why like either like it like gets you drunk it's not really a truth serum but like gets you drunk basically and then you just say stuff yeah okay um or you fall asleep okay <laughs> because it's a sedative. There's, there's a fine line there yeah okay um that's cool but that is the story of the texarkana murders awesome we love that. <laughs> yeah. We love that so much. Unsolved. Kind of sad. Um, mine's unsolved, too. Oh. Now, uh, mine this week, I know that we try and do, like, true crime spooky, but I categorize, like, conspiracies and alien stuff yeah. and things that don't make any sense in we spooky had, because they scare me. Yeah, we had this discussion. We were like, do cults get grouped in with? With, like, crime or is it just, like, scary? Um, mine's not a cult. I, I think that we would count those as crime. You guys let us know. Yeah. You let us know. Um, we don't know. Um, so, also, you know how you said you like aliens? Yeah. I'm going to need you to keep a tinfoil hat on for part of this. Because yes. some of these things, like... Aliens no are, like, the only thing that actually scare me. Yeah. I think they're real. Yeah. I'm not going to completely talk about aliens because I'm too scared to. And I feel like they're listening and they're going to... Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to talk about the pyramids. <gasps> yes. Not just the Egyptian ones. There's pyramids all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they all make no sense at all. Um, but like, obviously everybody knows about the pyramids in Egypt. Like those are the ones that get, um, explored. Is that the word? Um, that's the one where white people study. break into it. Yeah. Me and Olivia have talked about this before and I'm like, Hey, so Egypt's in Africa. We all know this. We're all on the same page about that one. Um, is it like, why does everybody think it's okay that you can just go in and like grave rob from from those places? Like, I know it's cool. Look at it. Why do we have to steal the bodies out of it? Because y'all don't really be doing that anywhere else. Why? Why? Okay. Um, but anyway, we'll come back to that later. <laughs> um, so not just Egyptian pyramids. But those are the ones that everybody knows. Um but there are places that are all over the world where these structures look very similar and for like civilizations that don't really have record of communicating with one another mm-hmm. or ways like we do now, like with the internet and stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, you can share pictures of something and then somebody else somewhere else gets that same idea, right? So if 
these places are in theory and historically not able to communicate with one another, how are they all making the same like things? Things. Um, so um, there's also pyramids in China that I'm going to talk about just for a second because I'm a little bit worried um, that the government covers up. So just yeah. Um, so ones in Egypt, most well known. Um, they're in Giza, which is like near the Nile. Um, there's obviously like pyramids all over. Yes. Mainly in Egypt, like the, what is it called? The Valley of the Kings, I think, where like there's a whole bunch of them. They're just not as big as the main, like the main ones you probably see pictures of. You probably just don't realize that that's what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like, what are they called? The Giza Trio, I think. Um, but the big one that like is in all of the pictures was for the Pharaoh Khufu. I am not sure his significance like entirely, but he was like, super uh regarded as like one of the big main pharaohs so his pyramid is a lot bigger than ones that came after it um but the biggest one there which i think they just call it the great pyramid that's what all of the websites kept referring to it as um that was made for him so the inside of these are they're not completely hollow but they're somewhat Mm -hmm. because you have to have space for like a burial and Mm -hmm. all of their like grave goods that go along with it um so that pyramid has more than two million stone blocks that make it up and it's 450 feet high right now um from the math of it all said that it was originally over 480 feet tall um i don't know how they figured that one out but somebody did um there's a one that's smaller than it that was for his son um that's kind of diagonal i'll post a map of where these are um but most of the pyramids in egypt are like burial tombs they're somewhat of like a mausoleum for their pharaohs and people that were of like religious significance um they also have a different type in them called step pyramids they don't look like the normal triangle they look Mm -hmm. like like layers of a cake almost and steps yeah what you want to say (laughs) and um um and those were thought to be more of like they were meant to be walked on like they're referred to in some of the hieroglyphs as like a stairway to heaven like it's supposed to be like a religious experience Uh, like walking up you're getting higher to where the gods are right um a lot of those are more like broken down now (laughs) bandit has just jumped up on the table she's like i'm a part of this um so all of these structures that are all over the world, like it's really not known how these people were able to build things that were this large. Not that they were like, you know, stupid or something, but they just didn't have the same technology that we do now. So it's hard for people to figure out how they were able to do this. And because a lot of these, um, <laughs> Jinx is like climbing you. Um, and because a lot of these structures are like so mathematically like perfect, it's they're just like, like, how did you come up with this? Um, so the deal with the trio that's in Giza, the main one that's for Khufu, it is at the direct center of all of the continents. Like on a map, the mathematical like point where that is it's also its coordinates are like the exact same numbers as the speed of light and i don't know like down to the decimals exact same and i don't know if that is somehow pure luck 
or There's like no what way. the deal is. I don't believe um, in a coincidence. Also, where the like tip of that one is, it is directly cardinal north, like on a compass. Exactly. If you were to go to the top of it, that's exactly where you are. Um, I, yeah. Um, and with the two smaller ones that are near it, it is in the exact same shape of Orion's belt. It's up in the sky before like constellations were even like really mapped out, at least in Egypt. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going on in the rest of the world, but, um, and then there's smaller ones that are near it that also make up the same like serious constellation. And they're like, so obviously these people had to have like been mapping the stars in some way. They just don't have any proof mm-hmm. of it. Um, let me see. Um, that, which is why people think, you know, you're making maps of the stars. So who better to teach you than the people that live in the stars, you know? Yeah. And that's where aliens come into it because they're just like, it makes no sense for these people no. to be able to do this. Um, also, there are hieroglyphs that are in some inside of some of the pyramids that um, basically translate to like the gods were telling them exactly how to do this. Nice. Um, and a lot of their gods are depicted as having like animal heads. They're not like, they don't look like human figures. Mm-hmm. So people who have studied hieroglyphs are now like, well, maybe that was just their way of communicating that they're not human. So, and it like directly says they make contact with these people and they talk, they call them like sky people and stuff like that. So like they're, you know, you can't just make that up. No, they didn't just, somebody didn't just go, or maybe they did. And that's the joke. They just go, <laughs> they're like, whoever finds this later is like really going to have a good time with this. They're like, how, how let's fuck with them. Mm hmm. Um, (laughs) there's Aztec pyramids in Mexico. Um, the main one that people talk about there is called the pyramid of the sun and it's got a smaller one called the pyramid of the moon. And it has a similar setup to the ones in Giza where they're in such a pattern that it mimics Orion's belt. Um, which once again, you're on the other side of the the world world and you guys are coming up with this. Um, the pyramid of the sun is 730 feet wide at the base. And it goes up like 200 feet in the air. So also, once again, pretty big. Um, There's a road that comes off of it called the Avenue of the Dead. So they were thinking that maybe that it was used for like ritualistic purposes. Mm -hmm. Where inside it would be more of like a a funeral process that was done with like priests and things like that. Um, And then it leads to the Pyramid of the Moon, which is like down at the end of that. So there was some sort of ceremony that they thought was like happening, you know? Um, the complex where the pyramid of the sun and the moon, where all of those like smaller ones are, the way that it's mapped out, um, also correlates with how our solar system is laid out. Um, like the pyramid of the sun is like here. And then there's one where the moon is and there's like a bigger one that's near it. And it's supposed to be like the earth and the, and like the sizes are all the same, like to scale as the planet's. And it just, how? That's mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that study the Aztec and the Mayan pyramids, which are from like Mexico down to, I think, maybe South America. Um, a lot of these that they were talking about were mainly in Central America. But um, the people that study these, like historians and archaeologists and all of the ologists, um, said that these were like 
areas of transformation. That's what they kept saying. Transformation. Like they transform things, um, which is why they think it's like a ceremonial thing for the dead because you're going from living to dying. You're passing mm-hmm. on to like a new world or whatever. Um, but I don't know who first got the idea to look for this or study for this, but they've done experiments with plants and things like antibiotics where you can see like cell growth. Mm-hmm. They'll put things inside of the pyramid at like the direct center and the growth rate is like crazy. <laughs> like they would have like a controlled one, you know, mm-hmm. similar yeah, environment and it wouldn't grow as much as the ones inside of the pyramids at the direct center. That's crazy. <laughs> like there's been actual science experiments happening, which is why they think that the structures also have some sort of significance um, for that. And it's not just the ones that are like Mayan or Aztec, like it's the ones everywhere. Like they've repeated this in pyramids everywhere. So. <laughs> That's insane. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, the pyramids that are in, I think you say Tikal. Um, it's in Guatemala. It was like the main Mayan city. All of those, they're similar to the step pyramids in Egypt. Um, there's one called Pyramid 5. It was just, I don't know who came up with that name, but 5. Was um, it the fifth one? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, that's the tallest one in the complex. It's 213 feet high, and it has a two-headed serpent on top of it that it was, like, carved into the rock. Um, I'm not sure the significance of that either. You know, weird stuff. Um, they were trying to convey some message with that. Um, that one was more like proven to be for religious things uh they found all kinds of artifacts that would have made you think that um you can like the other pyramids the way that they're shaped you can't really climb them also it's probably super dangerous now to even attempt to do that but when they were like smooth faced it's not like you could just step up the bricks because they were so like lined up with each other it's just like a flat surface these you can go up to the top of and like stand on top of it and people have like gone up there and said that they just like black out and they don't remember what happens when they're up there it's like they're having some kind of experience oh my God. yeah <laughs> um so the ones that are in Asia, the ones in China in particular, Chinese government doesn't want people to explore it, doesn't want people to talk about it. They're not there as far as the government is concerned. Um, they've planted trees and like a bunch of greenery over the top of them. So you can still kind of see the shape, but you can't like see what they were. Um, the only way that a lot of historians know that they exist other than just like seeing it and kind of thinking, hey, that kind of looks like a pyramid. Um, but from ancient like Chinese texts, there are a lot of accounts of these pyramids and they talk about like communicating with beings that are not from here, that they come from the sky once again. Aliens. Um, And this still like, you're not near Mexico. You're not near Egypt. Like you're in China and you know, that's not even close. Um, Like I know like, and in the text, it doesn't say like in the Chinese ones, it weren't saying that, these things that they're talking to, they're not referring to them the same way that they refer to God. They're referring to them as someone who has come from the sky, like, and they're not God. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, there's another like big temple in in Indonesia. Um, it's for Buddhism. I'm, I'm going to completely butcher this name. I think it's Bara Budar. I think that's how you say it. Um, it's another like step pyramid. It's like nine 
levels. Um, this one is also supposed to be like symbolic of a spiritual journey as you climb to the top. Um, and something that everybody really talks about this one, when you look at it from the sky, like if you were to get up in a plane, it is perfectly symmetrical in a way that is like a, um, a mandala is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the way that it's laid up, it's like one of the main ones that's significant in Buddhism. Um, that's on the backgrounds of a lot of like religious, what's the word? Like art. Um, not just the ones with the flowers. It's not like one of those. It's like a perfect circle with these like lines that go out to the side. And when you're making this, when you can't go up in the air yet, because because planes don't exist. How do they know to How is it that perfect? Like, you would have to have that down, at, like, circles. They like, how do you? Throwing people in the air. Yeah. Like, does it look symmetrical? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't see. My eyes were closed. <laughs> I have one that um, is in Bosnia. That's, like, near Russia. It's it's that gray area between, like, being Europe and Asia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those, yeah. Um, people, there was a big 50-50 on whether or not these were, like, a hoax. Um, which I don't, I don't know how, I don't know. Because they've always been there, but people are still like, yeah, these aren't, like, real. Like, this one, this one's a joke, guys. This one's not, like, significant. Uh, don't go in it, though. Like, the, I don't know. Um, there's been a couple of, like, government officials that say that they, like, believe that they were, like, made by aliens and stuff. And then the rest of the government, like, kicks them out. Like so, they just... they're like, we don't talk about that. This is Fight Club, you know? Aliens are 100% real. That's how John F. Kennedy died. <laughs> the alien shot him. Yes. <laughs> That's what happened. Yes. Alien shot JFK. Yes. Um, so the deal with these and why there's not as many pyramids and natural structures like that, um, or I guess not natural, but man-made structures that nobody can explain in Europe is because at the time when a bunch of these were being made, Europe was supposedly covered in ice. So mm-hmm. you can't you can't really build on that when you're supposed to be under ice you know what i mean (laughs) okay i was thinking about pangea this time i was like well if the world was all like one big thing this happened way after pangea oh so yeah to answer that question i also thought that and i googled it because i was like olivia might ask whoa (laughs) we're so powerful i know sometimes so hard being psychic (laughs) it really is it's a burden actually stop coming to yeah Um, so the ones in bosnia um scientists have like taken the rock from it and like studied it or whatever is it the same as the one in no this one guy um i don't have his name written down i'm so sorry bro if you google these you'll find it we'll call him um alfred (laughs) chitcox yes um these are these pyramids also have like their own version of the moon and the sun deal um and they're set up in a similar way that all of these are being set up in and um the guy that took the like samples from the rock are saying that it's a type of cement that is five times stronger and five times more water resistant than any concrete being able to be made today. How? 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 And it's made out of things that are not natural to the area. Do you want to know what? That's because it came from outer space. Exactly. They came from Saturn. Exactly. Um, the pyramids in Bosnia, they also are laid out in such a way that contribute to protecting from geopathogenic radiation like if you were to be staying inside of them. So if you are staying inside of these pyramids, radiation. no more radiation. So I could like go to Chernobyl and if I just chill in the pyramid. Yeah, it gets fine. rid of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, 
they've done all of these like energy readings inside and around the pyramids. They have crazy amounts of like thermal radiation and um, beneficial radiation, whatever that means. Um, high energy fields, like all of that stuff. And they've done the same like unexplained growth experiments inside of these with plants and stuff. Um, still crazy. So I don't weird. know if it's some kind of geometric thing that like, nobody taught me this in geometry. I don't know if no. uh, the inside of the pyramid is super powerful, <laughs> just mathematically. Um, so I will give you some logical reasons I don't for want them. So <laughs> <laughs> when you're making structures that are this big and you live kind of out in the middle of nowhere where there's no like real landmarks. Yeah. It's nice to have something that's this ginormous. So then you could see it. Like if, if you were to be in the forest or something. You yeah. Know? Um, but I don't really think that argument works if you're in the desert because it's flat. Mm -hmm. So you can pretty much see where everything is, you know? Um, I guess it could help if you saw it on the horizon, but, um, it's also thought, you know, when gods and kings are super important to your culture, you're going to make monuments that are ginormous because yeah, you love for them. them. Yeah, they're your bros. Um, so that would also make sense why these are so big. The more important you are, the bigger it is, you know? Um, it's just <clears throat> yeah. the logic. Um, it's also said that it's possible that people in Mexico and Egypt and Asia, like there's, there are water masses and they did have boats. So it is possible that they communicated with each other somehow, whether through like trade and traveling or, you know, they could have and just not thought it was important to include it in their history. Also, that stuff happened a really long time ago. So it doesn't surprise me if those records were lost, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know. It's still. But aliens are more fun. Right. So. Like some of the it. stuff is just like unexplainable. Like all of the brain. math stuff and like all of these. It's like, not just like a little bit perfect. It is exactly mathematically perfect. And a lot of the stone and things that are being used don't come from the area. So where does it come from? It comes from Saturn. Like it's it's not impossible that somebody would have had a bunch of money and bought it like through trade and we're like yeah we're building these things it's not that big of a deal like don't worry about it um but that probably didn't happen also when you have literal like tons like in weight of these stones that's that's not just like a, a day's job no that takes forever <laughs> like, right and they like i remember that's how we learned about pulleys and levers was about through the, with the pyramids. yeah so like that's what they use and i'm like did they I was like, I don't know that shit. I mean, I can barely... Also, you would have to make it huge to get up to the top of that. I'm like, how did they make it? How? I mean, not that they were like stupid people. No. But when you don't have the same technology now, then... Also, when... Look, a lot of this stuff, ancient aliens, because of course. Um, but I also found it on some websites. Well, some historians were making these, I guess, comments about like the reason that they think that they might have been able to more easily contact things that were not from this world is because we're so absorbed into technology that we're not thinking any more the same way because we just have things do it for us. You know? Yeah. I, I can't prove that, that one. Sense. I can't prove that one, but I guess I am kind of, you know, when you're in your iPhone all day, it's hard to talk to God, you know? <laughs> yes. Me and God not on the same page. <laughs> you're like, mm, we're just, we don't communicate that well. No. No, but I don't like, talk to him. He don't talk to me. <laughs> you're just not opening your brain. Maybe I should. Third eye. You should. You should put down your iPhone and like talk to Jesus whatever's said. out there. Meditate on it. Okay. It'll teach you how to build a pyramid. Might teach me something. Yeah. Like to get off Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if so, we haven't learned at this point. So I got a Tinder message for everybody. Um, it says... <clears throat> 
hey, what's good, shoddy? As one message. And then another message that says, you look like a fuckable piece of meat. I, hey. I have never felt more objectified by a message <laughs> ever. Who is going to, if a man ever approached me and went, you look like a fuckable piece of, there's no way in hell I'm going to give that man my vagina. <laughs> Do no people way. Hey, men, call in. <laughs> when you send messages that are like this, I would just like to know the thought process behind it. What? Nothing. It's and just, has anybody, just, has anybody answered? Like, to that, like, has it ever worked with one person one time? Because if it has, I want to meet this woman. Yes. I do. She seems interested. Like. She seems like she needs help. <laughs> I want to put her in therapy. <laughs> I would personally I like got, to pay for her therapy. It just said, you look like a fuckable piece of me. I said, is that a call? So me and a McRib. Same thing. Same thing. Okay, good to know. Bro, like. Cool. Those are the, never mind. And then, and Those then. Those are the guys that finish when you just like, on the pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the same men. I mean. I mean. Yeah, probably. I mean, is he even cute? No. That's the, the actual audacity of a lot of these people that are on Tinder. You look like that, and then you're going to open right? your mouth and also say that. You look like a fuck up. I'm like, sir. Well, you don't. That's what you should reply. Well, I, and then ruin his day. <laughs> he'd probably be like, you fat bitch. You're a fucking whore, but you stink anyways. Yeah. And then you he, know how they always retaliate. Yeah. yeah. As you do. And then people are, and then your grandma at like Christmas is like, why don't you have a boyfriend yet? You're grandma. like, grandma, do you want to know the kind of men that I run into? Like, <laughs> then like when I get these messages, I'm like, why do I even go on dates with men like this? Also, Speaking of men I've been on dates with, every single man that I've gone on a date with where it's almost like turned into a relationship, guess what? All Virgos. Every <sighs> single one of them. Also, if he's a cancer, run away from him. The and name? Or... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not if he has cancer. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a different That's a different story. Every single one of them Virgos. That's... Not a coincidence. Your first question, hey, what's your zodiac sign? I need to if know. If they say Virgo, I'm run away. running. Oh, if they say cancer, they're going to manipulate you and abuse you. Okay. 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 If they say Virgo, they're going to be like, I really like you. I think you're so beautiful. Oh my God, you make me so happy. I want to be in a relationship with you. And then you start dating and then they're going to break up with you. Or like the first one, they're going to threaten to kill you. Yeah. That one was a Virgo too? He was a Virgo. Wow. Wow. More like virgin. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a virgin. <laughs> Some men would actually be like, oh, that's funny, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, anyway. Oh, and the other one, his rising sign, also Virgo. No. No. Um, I think that you need to switch up your your pool there. That really yeah. needs to be your first question now. Like, Are I know you- it's, like, fun to be like, what's your sign? And that's, like, really 1990 First of all, of us. I need to know what, what you're – Are you a Virgo? Because if you are, I'm blocking Goodbye. you. Yeah. Because you're going to just – I know your type. <laughs> Your type. Uh-huh. You're the type of girl that <laughs> Exactly. Whoa, Let's never show never. I know. <laughs> Christopher Drew? <laughs> Some guy followed me on Instagram the other day. I recently unfollowed him because he makes me uncomfortable. Um, but I needed to know. 
and his name was Christopher Drew and he looked like a scene kid. It's not the same guy. Um, but I was just thinking, I was like, are you trying to use his name to get clout? And it's not really your name. Cause I think that's what you're trying to do. Cause on all of his like photos, he still tags like scene kid, goth kid, not scene, kid. scene, MySpace, like all of that stuff. Speaking of scene kid, I got super liked on Tinder, right? Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't know. Well, some of you know what I look like some, but some of you don't know what I look like. I would describe myself as alternative mm-hmm. looking. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This guy who's super like me, his like you can play like anthems are called on your profile. His anthem was "Corpse Husband" song. E girls are ruining my life. Mm-hmm. That tells you enough. Not that that song doesn't slap. I like the Lucuminata line in it. Yeah, that was good. If you haven't watched, what is that movie called? Um, something about cats. 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 Don't I fuck don't with cats. Yes, yes. You <laughs> need to watch that. It's on Netflix. Please watch that. Yes, it was so good. I it watched was crazy. It twice. I it was crazy. It I have also watched it twice, and I don't even like movies because I don't have the attention span for a movie. It's not even a movie. It's a docu series, and it's like five episodes long, and each episode is like a fucking hour. I watched all of it in one Did day. Do you know the girl from that is on TikTok? Yes, I, I love follow her. her. Hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> hey. Oh, we're on TikTok now too. We are. Go follow us at TikTok. Creep Cafe Podcast. Oh, pod. I don't know. You made it. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia's in charge of this Hold one. On. She's what? in charge of TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. I posted to her Facebook the other day. Ooh. Hey Facebook. Hey Facebook. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know why I picked Spotify. I meant to pick TikTok. What is our TikTok? I don't know. Um, we're oh. so long into this now. It's okay. We have it a listener story. Creep Cafe Podcast. Um, yeah. Go follow us. Give us a like. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, send us a story. We got our first story. Send us more. That was fun. That was spicy. Yeah, it was. We um, liked it. Uh, our, our email is creepcafepodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle, Instagram handle, Facebook handle, creepcafepod. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to support us, listener support is activated on Anchor. You can give us $0.99 cents a month, $10 a month, whatever you're feeling. Whatever you're feeling. We will accept the 99 cents. So if you're poor like us, we understand. Yeah. You know, 99 cents. Mm-hmm. That can get and us you get one. us once a week. It's not even like a normal subscription service where you get it once a month. Yeah. You like a us, period. You get us every week. You get us every week. So. Yeah. So remember, what? don't date Virgos. Mm-hmm. Bark like a dog. And mm. like our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.